Hello and welcome to the Facia Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Dright, and we'll touch on several college-going and college-readiness topics in this podcast. Topics include standardized test preparation, taking college courses while in high school, the admissions process, and many others. We'll have conversations with industry experts pertaining to each topic, as well as those who are experiencing the processes of these topics firsthand. If you have any questions pertaining to any of our upcoming topics, or if you have a topic that you would like discussed, then please email me at mdright, that's M-D-R-I-G-H-T, at familycentered.org. Today's conversation deals with the College Level Examination Program, or CLEP for short, and I spoke with Ms. Emily Paulson of College Board. She is the executive director of the College Level Examination Program, and we spoke about several items concerning student eligibility and how credits are transferred to colleges and universities nationwide. Hello, and welcome to the FASIA podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Dright, and today I wanted to speak to you all concerning the College Level Examination Program. There are some misconceptions out there about the program and what it does entail. And today's guests have a grand amount of knowledge concerning the college level examination program. She is the executive director of the college level examination program and has been in this position for the past four years. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Miss Emily Paulson. Ms. Paulson, how are you doing today? Great. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming aboard and sharing your knowledge of the examination program. So for those people out there, what is the college-level examination program? Yeah, so the college-level examination program, or CLEP as we call it, um, is an exam program that lets students get college credit for what they already know or for what they're willing to learn through independent study. So the quick version of how it works is... Students come to us, uh, they go to a test center, take an exam in a subject uh, that they know, and um, if they earn a credit-bearing score or a a passing score, as most students would say, um, then they can get college credit for that subject at uh, colleges that will grant credit for it. So students take the exam, colleges award the credit. Okay, all right, all right. So with the clip, What subjects are covered within the examination process? Yeah, so CLIP offers 33 different subjects, and they all align to common entry-level college courses. So they span uh, the range of composition in literature, world languages, math, science, history, social sciences, and also a few business exams. So... They'll be all subjects that would typically be uh, an entry-level requirement uh, college course. Okay, all right, all right. So, seems like a really beneficial product out there. So, how long do students get to prepare for their particular CLEP exam once they've registered? So, um, students can register for an exam and take it any time. Um, once they, they register online through our website, and once they register, they'll have six months to use their registration ticket. So from the time they register, uh, they have up to six months to, to go and take their test. Okay, okay. So 
why was the CLEP implemented? I mean, I know that there's a, a, a desire and a want for to get through your college courses as quickly as possible, but why in particular was the CLEP implemented? Yeah, so CLEP has actually been around for over 50 years now. Um, it was originally created for um, much the same purpose that it serves now. So it was a way for students to earn college credit for what they already know, um, a way to reduce college costs, to get through faster, um, to, to get out of those entry-level courses uh, and move on to more advanced coursework. Um, and when it started out, the CLEP program was largely uh, adult students. And so um, we've had an, uh, an agreement with the Department of Defense for more than 40 years. Uh, the Department of Defense funds CLEP testing for active duty service members. So uh, when it first started out, that was a big part of, of who CLEP served was um, sort of adults coming back to school later in life. So they may have already learned things through their work experience or life experience or just by studying on their own. Um, and so it started off as a way for those folks to take what they already knew and get college credit for it. Now, we also have a large number of more traditional students uh, taking CLEP exams, both high school students and more traditional age college students as well. All right, all right. I, Department of Defense, I, I really did not have an idea that they were involved like that with the examination program. That is some heavy information. So um, what requirements must a test taker meet in order to test? So there really aren't any requirements. Anyone can take a CLEP exam. There aren't any age restrictions or education level restrictions. Um, we have students uh, take CLEP exams before they're in college, while they're in college, um, there aren't really any, any restrictions, and there also aren't any prerequisites to things that students would have had to have taken or completed before they take a test. Oh, okay. That's, that, that, wow, okay, all right. What would you say is the biggest misconception concerning the club? Um, I would say that there, there are probably a few. I think one one common one is that it's only for particular kinds of students. So I think we uh, there's there's a misconception that maybe it's only for adult students or it's only for um, certain types of students or people with certain types of experiences. But we actually have quite a wide range of, of people who participate in CLAP and who are, are successful on CLAP exams. Um, I think another uh, sort of funny misconception is just that it, it seems too good to be true. So um, and we hear from time to time students say, you know, is this real? Um, and, and it is. So, of course, um, students, uh, no matter what their background is, they can participate, and you really do get college credit. Right. Well, when I first heard about it, I had to, like, really do my research about it, too, because it did seem a bit on the uh, too-good-to-be-true side. But, yeah, uh, that's definitely that's the case. And, and, and it's true, but we do definitely, we definitely hear that. And that's not to say that it's, you know, it, it's super easy. You just show up and get the credit. You you know, if students have to, to do the preparation. They have to, to know their stuff. Um, but it, as long as you do that, uh, it is, in fact, a way to get college credit. Okay. All right. So for those students out there who are not necessarily the most comfortable inside of a classroom or a specific testing center 
they may want to try other locations that they're a little bit more comfortable in. Who can administer or proctor a CLEP exam? Yeah, so CLEP exams are administered in about 1,800 different test centers. So students do have to take the exam at an official CLEP test center. Um, we have those located on college campuses, in high schools. Um, for the military folks, they often can test right on their military base. Um, and then there are also a handful of other um, types of professional testing centers and places that, that folks can go. And so there's a list on our website uh, that people can look up where the test centers are and then pick the one that's closest to them or most convenient. And they don't have to commit to a particular test center when they register. They can always change their mind and go somewhere else at the last minute if that's more convenient. Okay, okay. So are CLEP credits generally accepted throughout, or are there certain locations that may have some some difficulty with them? Yeah, so there are um, there are colleges across the country that award credit for CLEP. Um, there are about twenty nine hundred total colleges and universities that award credit for some or all CLEP exams. Um, but the way it works is that individual colleges do set their own credit policies. So we always advise students to check with their college. Um, sometimes some colleges will award credit for all 33 of the subjects. Some will only award it for certain subjects. Um, and then there are some colleges that, that don't give credit for CLEP. Um, another thing that's helpful to know is typically there's a cap on how many credits students can bring in from exams or from um, outside colleges. So um, it's commonly for, for a four-year degree program, typically um, there's a cap of 30 or so credits that students can bring in. But again, that number also varies from, from college to college. So some let students bring in a lot more and some bring in less, let them bring in less. So it's always good to check with uh, your, your college's policy first. Okay. All right. So we're going to wrap this interview up with this last question. What resources are available to test takers for, for those who are getting ready to prepare to take the CLEP? Yeah. So the, the CLEP website has some free sample questions. Um, there are some official study guides available for students to purchase. But one of the really great new things that we want to uh, encourage students to use is um, free online courses through an organization called Modern States. Um, so that's just modernstates.org, and they're a nonprofit that developed some free online club courses. So these are online courses taught by college professors, and they're in all the club subjects, and they cover specifically the content that would be that would appear on a club exam. So they're a great way for students who um, maybe took a course in biology in high school but think they may have, you know, forgotten some of the material. Um, these courses are a great way for to get a refresher or even to learn um, to learn from scratch. Uh, and the courses are completely free. They also come with textbooks and practice questions that are free. So. Um, they're free and they're good, so we definitely encourage folks to try those out before they uh, head in to take their test. Okay, all right. Well, thank you again, Emily, for sharing your, your information and your time with us today. Definitely appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. It was great talking with you. Thank you, thank you.
Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Facia Podcast. I will catch you all next time. You can find us on the web at www.familycenter.org. You can also find us on social media, Facebook, the Family Centered Educational Agency, and on both Twitter and Instagram, at Facia Trio. That's at F-C-E-A Trio. The Trio programs are funded in part by the Department of Education.